Learn the most advanced recruiting techniques. Land the most desirable talent. Launch your company towards massive success. This is the Higher Power Radio Show with Rick Gerard. Understanding the value of hiring veterans. I'm Rick Gerard and welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show. Our mission is to help entrepreneurs and business leaders make effective hiring decisions and win the right hire. We share insights from top performing rebel entrepreneurs, disruptors, and industry experts like our guest today, Mrs. Jerry Rosen. She's the founder and CEO of Working Wardrobes. Jerry's organization helps over 5,000 men, women, veterans, and young adults each year re-enter the workforce with career development services and professional wardrobing. Mic drop. Which is what makes Jerry the perfect guest for today's topic. Jerry, welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show. Thank you, Rick, so much for having me. And honestly, 5,000 is the number that we're going to blow out of the water this year because the need is even greater. So totally. that's our Well, we're going to do our part, and we'll talk about that at the end of the exactly. show. Today, we're going to be discussing the hidden gem that is veteran talent. And then we're going to talk about how to find veterans and hire veterans to diversify your talent pool. Sound like a plan? I love it. Well, let's talk about the challenges today because we always do a prep call and you and I I talked a little bit about the fact that people tend to shy away from veterans because they're scared of them. Why are they scared of veterans? You know, there's been way too much negative publicity, Rick. And honestly, when we paint any group of people with a broad brush, we're always going to be on the losing end. So truly, there are so many veterans who are just eager to make this transition from military to the civilian workforce. And yes, there are a few that come back with PTSD. There are some that have really fallen on hard times. But honestly, this is an extraordinarily loyal, dedicated workforce. We're going to highly recommend that people in the hiring world hire veterans. What is the statistic, though, on PTSD? I know it's a real thing, but how many people come back with severe PTSD? There are degrees of it. I mean, obviously, so many of our active duty are going in for one, two, three, and four deployments. And so that's difficult just in and of itself. So there's the degree of PTSD. And I think that's really the misnomer. People have it. And in the civilian world, the percentage of those with PTSD is far greater than in the military. If you've been in an accident, if you've gone through something traumatic, you're going to have PTSD. We went through a devastating fire. I don't know that we had PTSD, but it shook us up, certainly to the core. We're just having to think about our veterans with a much, much more open mind. They are eager to get back to work for sure. So where's all this bad press coming from? The isolated incidents? That well, the incidents are, are really dramatic and traumatic. I mean, if someone just goes ballistic and they're shooting at a base, that's what we see in the news. Yeah. What we don't see are the hundreds of thousands that come out of active duty into the workforce and have to figure out how do they navigate in this world that we know they think is a really different world. And we've got to help them make that transition. I can imagine it's almost traumatic to have to jump into a corporate (laughs) workforce. It's not just traumatic, it's life-changing. I mean, in the military, our soldiers are taken care of. Everything is provided, their lodging, their food, their clothing, insurance, anything that they need, including this blanket of discipline that really gives them what they're going to do every single day. And the brotherhood that they know 
they have people that are going to protect them. In the civilian world, none of that exists. <laughs> no, and it is, nobody and, you know, has like, your back. It's yeah. doggy dog. <laughs> exactly. That exactly. ain't going to happen. Oh, that's interesting. You hit upon a key thing, which is that they're loyal and they're going to be there for a while and they're committed. And not only that, they're probably more mission driven than your average individual. No question about it. So our veterans absolutely have a work ethic that any employer would love to have. I mean, they are mission-driven. They are going to succeed at all costs. They are loyal. They are dedicated. They absolutely understand what teamwork is all about. They need to really get that whole culture and the difference in the culture in the civilian workforce versus the military. And we do a lot at Working Wardrobes to make sure that that transition actually happens for them because that stoic demeanor that you see with our military is not what a recruiter is going to be looking for. So we're making a huge transition with our clients. We actually put them through a week-long class called Power Up for Success. As nothing to do with workforce. It has everything to do with the mental mind shift from the military to the civilian workforce. In my mind, the perception is that people go into the military, they probably don't work as hard as people do in startups. I think we would be very surprised at how very, very hard they work in the military. Really? And exactly how dedicated they are. If they have to move literally from one city to another or one country to another, there are logistics people that are absolutely extraordinary in their skill set. They're an amazing group of people. And honestly, when you think about the whole population, it's like 5% of the people that go into the military, maybe 7% and very, very few women. But this is an opportunity for many people who have really fallen on hard times in their civilian life to say, I can do something with my life. I can get an education, I can get a college degree, and I can serve my country. So those are people who have made a very, very powerful decision. And that loyalty is kind of drilled into them during boot camp, right? Six weeks and they've got it. Exactly. <laughs> what is the path of a veteran? They go in, they typically do whatever their services, and then how do they transition out? So they're in for very various lengths of time. It could be as short as two years. It could be 20-some years if they have decided they're going to make a career out of it. Which one's a more successful hire, do you think? I think when they're about six to eight years in, okay. that's really a good hire. That's Although, when they've had enough of the military. <laughs> they've, had, they've had a good run and not a totally extensive run. But those that have even made a career out of the military bring great skill sets to the civilian world. They absolutely know how to lead. This is a trait that any employer is looking for as well. When you say lead, lead by example or lead by doing or lead lead how? Well, so many of our military are leading their own platoons, their own divisions. So they're learning how to bring a team of people together and to do the best that they can. There's a tremendous amount of competition in the military. And so those are skill sets that they can bring to the civilian world as well. Where does the bottleneck usually hit? Is it us not knowing the value that person brings to the table? There's a huge division between being in the military and being in the civilian world. And once you have served and you are out of the military, for all intents and purposes, you are out of the military. And there's no connection other than if you happen to go to the VA. So from an employer perspective, you got to find these veterans. That's not the easiest thing in the world. Even for us as an organization that is helping veterans every day, we have staff that are outsourcing our veterans in community colleges, in four-year colleges, in veteran service organizations. We're down at Camp Pendleton. We're at Los Alamitos. But most employers can't do that. 
most employers are not always welcome onto the bases. I mean, obviously, the bases would be overrun with employers. So we've become that funnel for employers to actually be able to access some of our veterans. What else can veterans bring to the table for a startup? Well, I think they can bring this tremendous desire to succeed. And I think any employer wants to have that happen. They also, quite honestly, have such an ability to survive. So many of our veterans have hit on hard times after they leave the military. They may have been self-medicated. They've got some issues that they have to handle. Once we have a chance to work with them and we can get them back on their feet, whether they have some behavioral health issues or whatever their issues are, they are an incredibly grateful population. And they make for a much happier and sustaining employee. So we think on all levels, our veterans make great hires. What are the downsides? The downsides are really the person sitting on the opposite side of the table from an HR department who really doesn't know the value of the person who's sitting across the table from them. Those of us who are patriots and haven't served really don't know what the person on the other side has been through, the kind of training they've been through, the kind of discipline that they bring to the table, and their desire to serve as well in that company. So it's an HR awareness builder that we really have to focus on. Wow. All right. You're listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. I'm your host, Rick Gerard. And for our podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick educational moment from our sponsors. Check out stridesearch.com. There you'll find additional content and resources to help you land great hires. Our guest today is Jerry Rosen. She is the founder and CEO of Working Wardrobes. And we've been talking a little bit about hiring veterans and why it's important to your company. Some of the upsides, some of the downsides. Now let's talk about how do we do it? You hinted on it a little bit earlier. Let's say, for example, I'm a startup. I want to diversify my workforce. I'd like to have some people who have a military mindset in the company, don't know where to find them. What do I need to do? You need to call Working Wardrobe's VetNet. And I'm telling you, it's a one-stop opportunity. It It is completely shameless, but I'm telling you, it's the best thing that people can do. All right. Our phone number is 714-210-2460. We have an extraordinary team of veterans on our staff in a program called VetNet. They are at the ready wanting to listen to what is the need of an employer? What are you looking for in the way of those job openings? And how can we make those job openings? And can we fill them for you? So other than calling you, let's say I'm a do-it-yourselfer. First, I have to decide I want to hire some vets. How do I actually find people? Honestly, it's not an easy task, Rick. I got to be honest with you. So there are some websites, hire a vet websites that are out there. And yes, employers can post their job openings and really kind of see what comes out. I will tell you, we're a great shortcut and we really want to be that shortcut and to be of service to the employers out there. When I do hire somebody who's a veteran, don't I have that as an additional network? Can't I effectively network through my vet and find more vets? Absolutely. And that's a great reason to actually hire veterans because their network is so tight. And once a veteran is placed and he or she is happy in that job, Honestly, the network works and more referrals come your way. I'm going to call you or I'm going to reach out and post. Can you post on job boards? That there are, there are the some basis? job boards and certainly we can provide that information if people want to call our VetNet team. They'll be happy to provide any of that information for sure. Okay. Because jobs are not just in Orange County and there are postings that can go anywhere in the country. I see the biggest challenge is being that connecting the dots 
for the employer is where a lot of people have a difficult time. So just being able to convey that you haven't done exactly what they're looking for you to do, but you have relevant experience that's transferable. Oh my goodness. I think that's one of the most important stumbling blocks for many of our veterans. So in the military, everyone has an MOS. It's their military occupational listing. And almost all of that is an acronym. The military is huge in acronyms. Yeah, I have a friend, he's in the military and everything it's, is like- It's just alphabet. PDQ, AD, Ab- yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so one of the most important things that we do with our veterans is to take their MOS and translate it into English that HR people can really appreciate and understand. This is hugely important. Sure. We're making that translatable skill set available for an HR person to understand and to grab onto. But are you coaching the vets too? So they totally, understand? Okay, yeah. totally. Because they're still having alphabet soup for lunch. And, and <laughs> what we're really working on is making sure that they can translate that into a civilian work skill. So you really need to be creative in making sure that you're looking at not the content of the work, but the value that they brought to the table. Well, I think it's a combination. And certainly it's the value they bring to the table. But I think there's a very narrow path that many of our military or active duty follow. And we need to broaden their horizons to think much more broadly about the work that they can do. If they've been driving a truck in the military, what field are they in? They're in logistics. They're in transportation. So broaden that whole perspective. And that's what we can do for both the employer as well as the perspective. So let's say you have somebody who's driving a truck in the military. Obviously, it's an easier transition for them to go into driving another truck. But what about if they want to do something else? Where would they be transferable? They may be working at a place like Amazon where they can do anything in logistics. They may be doing some work in any number of companies where there's a fleet of cars. And some of them have worked on engines and motors. I mean, all of these kinds of skill sets are directly translatable into the civilian workforce. It seems to me the ones who have gone into specialized training, especially technology field, they have a much easier time finding things from that network. Somebody else leaves, they find a job. As soon as that person's set up to leave, then they're going to contact their friends and their friends pull them into their companies. I think there's a lot of that. I mean, obviously, there's such a tight network. Veterans support veterans. There's no question about it. And an employer who's a veteran really sees the value of hiring veterans. And there are many companies, thank goodness, that have an initiative saying we want to hire X number of veterans in the course of the next five years. So we started our VetNet program in 2012 when the reduction in force was just starting. So there were tens of thousands of veterans coming back to our shores. Nobody was really quite ready to accept them. And that's what the purpose of VetNet was. And it was actually started by a retired Navy SEAL who absolutely believed when he was in the military that he had to do something to help his brothers and sisters. So veterans have a deep love and respect for those who have served, and they want to help them do better in the civilian world. Yeah, see, I would imagine if somebody comes out as a Navy SEAL, that's a really accomplished human because it's really hard to get in as a SEAL. You bet. But if you come out of the military four years out and you have a low rank, have you been there long enough to make an impact, to actually do something that is going to make employers want you? Everyone who goes into the military has to make a decision on the kind of work that they're doing. They always have this MOS. Sure. And it may be that they're working in the kitchen. I mean, there's a whole lot of veterans who could do great in the culinary arts. 
they all have had some kind of work. Now, some of them don't exactly want to do the same thing that they did in the military, but that's where transferable skills come in. And that's why our team is so good at that. They have to do an intake that's really in-depth on every client to figure out what did you do? What do you like to do? And where's the delta about that? What can we do in the way of training for you so that you move into that next opportunity? One of the other things that pops into my mind is that, because I've gotten a lot of pushback from people in the past, companies that I've worked with when I've represented people who have come out of the military. The other thing was, there's a concern that, hey, you know what, maybe this person is just used to getting orders and just doing the work and not going above and beyond what needs to be done. Is that pretty prevalent in what you're seeing as well? It's definitely an issue. And it's one that we definitely work very hard to overcome because it's not about just the job in front of you, which is what they get kudos for in the military. The job in front in the civilian world is, yes, that's great. What else have you been able to do? And so that's a lot of our training. It's the what else and what next and what else can you bring to the table? So it's a mental mind shift, Rick. We do have to be patient, and there's often a starter job that really works well for those that are making the transition. They just need to get into a different culture and hopefully find a company where they've got some patience and some admiration for the work that has been done by them. So what would be the starter job? The starter job could be in security. The starter job could be in logistics. It could be in a warehouse. They're they're learning just a different way to operate. How do you hire a vet? I find somebody, I want to bring them through the process. My take is, hey, look at you do the same interview process for everybody. But you have to think a little differently when you're hiring a veteran because you're trying to look for that evidence that that person's going to be successful or thrive in your company. So I think what would be so helpful for the HR world is that they look at a veteran in terms of a career path and not just filling a job, that there might be this starter Good job. Good luck with that. <laughs> but, you know, there's, and that's part, of, that's part of what we really want to teach our veterans to think about. Take that starter job and shine at that and then move up the ladder. And actually in security, they can do that. If they'll stay in a job, they're going to be promoted very, very quickly into roles that have something to do with what they've done. They can actually manage a team of people. And by the way, that was a dig on HR, not on veterans. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And we love our people in HR. We truly do. But we want them just to be aware of the talent that's sitting across the table from them. Well, I think that's the problem is HR usually has that load on their plate that they have to get those seats filled. And there's a lot of pressure to do that. And it's just really about getting the seat filled rather than really finding the right person who's going to thrive in that role. I think there's a tremendous amount of pressure on anyone in HR these days, but we're just advocating that if you hire a veteran, you're hiring right. If you're hiring anybody, you should be hiring right. And we want to know who's hiring. Exactly. 100%. Is there anything else that we need to know or we need to put in the process to make sure that we're, I think we've opened their minds. What else do they need to do in order for them to hire veterans? I have to tell you, we're so pro the employers that are hiring our clients that we have a wall in our new office that actually has a picture of every veteran that's been hired and the company that hired the veteran. So we're promoting the company. picture on her wall. Yes, and we want more names and more pictures on our wall. I love it. Before we wrap up here, what would be two or three key takeaways that you can give the audience that they can plug into the business today? Here's what I'd love to have people do. If you had any questions about hiring a veteran, please call our VetNet team at Working Wardrobes. And secondly, if you have a posting, we'd love to know what that is. If you just want information about why hiring a veteran is a great 
great idea, we're happy to come out and do a presentation for your company. More than anything, what we want you to do is to let us know the job openings that you have and let us find out how we can make a match happen. We have some great veterans who are looking for great companies to work in. And with that, it's a hidden talent pool. You guys should be taking advantage of it right now. And right now, a lot of companies that are hiring are looking to really advance and elevate the level of quality of the people they have on board. It's a great pool. And they have spouses. There are great hires and veteran spouses as well. Yes. They've learned how to take care of themselves and their that. household. Exactly. I can to that. All right. Well, shoot, we're just about out of time for today's show, Jerry. Thanks again for your time investment today. And I want to welcome you to the Higher Power Radio community. Now we're going to spend a few minutes plugging something that we're doing together because I'm super excited about it. I don't know about you. More than excited. Yay. We have a goal that we're trying to get. We're trying to sell a thousand t-shirts. There's really neat just Higher a Power thousand. Radio. Just a thousand. Just a thousand. If we get 5,000, that would be better. That would be hugely better. We're doing a joint effort. It's these Higher Power Radio t-shirts that I've been wearing. They're next level. They're super They're Super nice and they're comfortable. 100% of the proceeds are going to working road robes to help get people back to work. Not only do you guys coach veterans, you coach who else? We coach civilians, anyone who is actually out of work, the unemployed, the underemployed, those who have been incarcerated, domestic violence survivors. We are a place for anyone who's looking for a job to find a job. See, that is perfect, which we've been looking for a long time. And I'm so happy that we found you. Go ahead and give the members of our community the way in which they can reach you, find you, all that good stuff. Working Wardrobes is doing a huge campaign called Rebuilding Careers. That's really our message moving ahead. Working Wardrobes is rebuilding careers. And if you go to our website at workingwardrobes.org, you can find all about that campaign and our connection with Rick and where you can buy your t-shirts or call our office at 714-210-2460. I'll come out and personally deliver your t-shirts if you want me to. I'm happy to do that. Ooh, I like that. And Rick, or we're having them dropship tea too. Exactly. <laughs> But thank you so much for yeah. this great promotion. We want to sell just a boatload of t-shirts out there totally. and help more people get back to work. I want to thank our listening audience for tuning in to this week's episode of Higher Power. Quick thanks to our team, Christopher Decker, Andrea Ballin, and Ayla Gerard. If you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, review, share, buy a t-shirt. There's a link. <laughs> I've never done that. Buy two. Buy 10. Buy 10. I mean, hey, there's no limit on the t-shirts you guys can buy. Please continue to share your insights after all this show is for you. You can join the Higher Power Radio community at Higher, H-I-R-E, Power, P-O-W-E-R, Radio, R-A-D-I-O dot com or workingwardrobes.org. You can drop me an email at rick at stridesearch.com. Tune in next Tuesday for our guest Anne and Chuck Lurch. They are the founder and CXOs of High Tech Hui Hawaii. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and you have been listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. Aloha. Thank you for listening to Higher Power Radio. Catch our LinkedIn live show every Tuesday at noon or download the podcast on iHeartRadio, iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast platform. We appreciate you joining us on Higher Power Radio with your guide to recruitment success. Rick Turner.